0: <laughs> the outcome of good character and also of poor character. حدیث پاک میں ہے کہ لا خیر فی من لا یألف ولا یألف وہ شخص میں کوئی بلائی نہیں جو نہ کسی سے محبت کرتا ہے نہ لوگ اس سے محبت کرتے ہیں اس بارے میں ایک حدیث اور سن لیجئے First I quoted one hadith sharif that there is no good in that person who doesn't show muhabbat and who is not loved that he doesn't have any baḥbat for others. Others also are some of the not inclined to him in any way. Don't have any baḥbat for him. The hadith says that one muhaddith, Hazur Sahabah صلى الله عليه وسلم ke zamane mein do orte thi. Ek orat bahot ibadat karti, thi. Sahaba ne Hazur Sahabah صلى الله عليه وسلم se is orat ke mutalik arz kia ke ek orat bari ibadat guzar hai. مگر اس کے اخلاق uske akhlaq nihayat kharab hai zuban ki nihayat karwi hai har ek se zara zara si baat par narrti hai naak par makki nahi baithne deti sara mohalla usse tang hai aapne farmaya hiya finnar the sahaba informed nabi sallallahu about one woman very very pious in terms of her amal ibadat but at the same time her akhlaq is very poor and very bitter tongue and keeps quarreling with everybody on small small issues so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said here finnar she is going to jahannam sure. ah kaha gaya tahajjud kaha gayi tilawat kaha gayi namaz kaha gaya roza Ah, sallallahu taala alaihi sallam, ne jahannam ki waeed suna di. What happened to all these amal, the tilawat, the etc. Despite all that, नबी is sounding the warning of जहँनम. तो जो अखलाक का करवा हो और उसका करवापन लोगों में मशहूर हो कि ka आदमी गुस्से का तेज और अखलाक का बदतमीज़ है, मग़लूबुल ख़ज़ब है, हर आदमी पना मांगता हो, हो, तो ऐसा इंसान the person who has poor akhlaq and bitter conduct, and his bitterness is quite well known among people also. And people are all the time worried that what next will come from this person. He's somebody who gets overcome by his anger. People are cautious about dealing with him. So such a person, Hazrat says, that this person is not insan, he's a wolf. اور دوسری عورت کے بارے میں خبر دی گئی کہ یا رسول اللہ ایک عورت ہے جو فرض واجب اور سنت مؤکدہ ادا کرتی ہے ضروری ضروری عامال کرتی ہے لیکن اس کے اخلاق سے سارا محلہ خوش ہے اس کا ایسا تھنڈا مزاج اور نرم دل ہے کہ سارا محلہ اس سے خوش ہے کسی سے مصیبت میں کام آنا کسی کے غم میں غم زدہ ہونا ہر وقت اپنے پروسیوں کا خیال رکھنا اور سن لو کہ حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم فرماتے ہیں کہ اپنے مسلمان باعث خندہ پیشانی سے مسکراتے چہرے سے ملاقات کرنا صدقہ ہے اگرچہ مال خرچ نہیں ہوا لیکن مفت میں صدقہ کا ثواب مل گیا اگر آپ غمجین بھی भी تو بھی اس وقت قصداً تبسم لے آئے دل نہیں چاہتا مسکرانے کو لیکن ایک مسلمان کو خوش کرنے کے لیے اس سے مسکرات کر پوچھ لے کہ بھائی کیا حال ہے خیریت ہے جب پیٹ The second woman was described to Rasulullah as somebody who does the necessary amal, doesn't have too much of nawafil. the necessary amal she is doing but are very good and everybody is very happy about the way she conducts herself and being of help to others, comforting somebody in their grief, in their difficulty and then in between Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that one further thing to just bear in mind that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that the person who smiles at the fellow Muslim that too brings the reward of Sadaqah he didn't spend any money but in, for free he got the reward of Sadaqah so on that Hazard gives the advice That even if you are in some kind of uh, sadness, some grief at that time, meaning not really feeling that smiling. It's not your mood at that moment to smile. You're feeling whatever negative at that moment. Then too, to make the next Muslim happy, one should smile at that time. And ask the person's well-being, etc. smilingly. And says that for the stomach we smile, meaning sometimes in order to get some worldly benefit for the worldly benefit to sell something to buy something the time the person smiles so for the worldly benefit when a person is ready to smile so to make Allah ta'ala happy to earn his pleasure one should also do the same even though the one the the mood at that time is not to smile so Nabi was informed about this woman in any case about this person with all the good akhlaq despite not having so much of nawafil so Nabi Islam replied and said Here Jannah She is going to Jannah So this is the Very important aspect of the akhlaq that despite lot of Nawafil etc If the akhlaq is not in order then All that will get lost All that will get distributed To somebody else <laughs> जरा सा किसक कर इसे जगा दे दे ऐसा न हो कि वो बेचारे तंगी से बैठा बैठा रहे क्योंकि आगे दूसरा बैठा हुआ है और उसको खुश उसको कुछ होश नहीं ये बेखुदी वाले लोग हैं इतना होश नहीं कि जरा जरा सा दे दे अगर जगा नहीं है फिर भी थोड़ा सा हरकत कर लो कि आये आये तो शिफ on this point of akhlaq so nabi so has is giving one further point that similarly if a person has now come in so for the newcomer one should make some space and move a little from his space to create space for the newcomer even if for example it is obvious there is no space here then to make some harkat this too is the haqq of that person. This is the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That it doesn't make that person feel that I am not welcome here. I am welcome here. Okay, some space will get made. Not that a person just remains firmly rooted where he is. Some movement should take place. This is part of good akhlaq and this is the haqq of the person also. Ek sahabi masjid mein aaye. Masjid mein thi. مگر پھر بھی حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے کہا آؤ آؤ مرحبا اور اپنی جگہ سے ذرا سا کسک گئے صحابی نے عرض کیا کہ یا رسول اللہ مسجد میں تو بہت جگہ تھی پھر آپ نے اپنی جگہ سے کیوں حرکت فرمائی فرمایا مسلمان پر مسلمان کا حق ہے کہ جبکہ وہ ملنے آئے تو تھوڑا سا جسم کو حرکت دے دے ذرا سی جگہ بنا دے تاکہ معلوم ہو اس نے ہمارا اکرام کیا So, one incident that once, one sahabi came into the masjid, there was ample space, but then too Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam welcomed him and he moved from his space. So the sahabi inquired that there is so much of space, why did you take this taklif of moving out of your space for a while, this little (coughs) movement. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam replied and said that this too is the right of a Muslim, that if some person has come. To now give him that space to show right. ikram, that too is ikram. So this is all coming back to the point of that to do that which brings some happiness to the next person's heart. Ibhalu mumin. Right. And akhlaq is all about this. This is what Islam is all about. Obviously everything else is in place as well. But Nabi Salaam described this as imanan, That the person whose iman is most perfect is that person whose akhlaq is most perfect. Who has the best akhlak. Aaj ki bunyad, tasbihat, nawafil Nowadays the word tasawwuf has become applied to a lot of wazaif, tasbihat, nawafil and khatam upon khatam. This is what has been called tasawwuf Whereas tasawwuf is not, this is not what is called tasawuf, these are amal which are part of a person's life. A mu'min's life, he obviously must be involved in all this. تصویف is not this in itself یہ معاملہ اور اخلاقیات میں یہ معاملہ ہے کہ جب دیکھو بس غصہ چرا ہوا ہے on the one side mashallah all these وضائف etc carrying on but on the اخلاق side of it every time the person is forever in some state of some mood some anger بارہا اپنے دوستوں کو دیکھتا ہو کہ کوئی ملنے آیا ذرا سا حرکت सक so just then those satis that were there at the time, he sort of reprimanded them in a way that sometimes I see some guests coming in. But nobody makes any haircut, but nobody makes any harkat no face. And sometimes I have to tell the gathering that please come forward, make some space. So people are just sometimes in that state of unmindfulness. that says that Deen, Deen doesn't come in this unmindful manner. Deen requires non-stop being alert. hayat, har ye ho. The alertness refers to this that at every breath, a person is conscious of this and he's thinking and pondering, he's contemplating this, that is Allah Ta'ala happy with me in this breath or not. Every breath, this is his consciousness. Previously there used to be various type of askar that the Messiah used to prescribe and people used to be put through those various exercises in forms of different kind of zikrs as well so one of the kinds of askar that people used to be taken through as they going through the various stages was what is known as fast and fast like that hussain discusses that further on this note of Every breath a person should be conscious of Allah, be conscious of Allah, be conscious of Allah, be conscious of Allah, conscious of Allah Tara. ये असली ये असली ये असली पास और अनफास है। तो वे कहते रखना लोगों जारी है, मगर किसी से नहीं। ऐसा now this paas and this past and fast actually used to be that in a particular manner they used to be asked to make zikr of Allah Tara's name, zikr of ismazat. But that isad used to be done with the breath. So now in every breath the person is taking Allah's name, but with the breath only, with the with the breathing motion in and out, inhaling and exhaling. Allahu, Allahu. So they Initially it's done in a very uh, formal manner, and done in a manner that is trained to now bring this as part of a person's natural system, natural system. So, over time, then now this will constantly, if a person is sitting close by, you would actually end up hearing that Allahu in the breath, so this was something that people used to be put through these practices previously, there used to be various different types of Things that they used to be asked to do. Sometimes they used to be put through what used to be called habsedam. So now so many times in one breath to take Allah's name. Now gradually build it up in one breath. Person has taken a breath. So now sometimes build it up to 50 times, 70 times, 100 times in one breath. So the Aziz shah rahmatullah wants some condition had overcome him so he started making this zikr of habsedam and then some whatever it might have been some tajalli became apparent swanallah what can, can be understood and imagined about that so in any case that was something he experienced after some time now that crave or thirst or that zeal to now have that again came up now that came during this absedom, so now he started doing it again and he then did it to such a point that in one breath he carried on taking the name of Allah there are so much one rib one rib cracked and eventually the tajalli was seen again so these things used to be done in that time people had that capacity to be put through all this. Even the physical ability they had. They had that kind of strength. Now if he try to go to do e dum oh hi Dham hi khatam ho jayega. Dum tut jayega, that'll be the end of it. Then, sab us zikre khair karenge. Masha zikr mein shahadat ho So nowadays, that is no more prescribed at all. In fact, people are refrained from even Sometimes people pick up some kitabs and read about these things and get astonished, mashallah, people did all this previously, so that's how they reach where they reach. So now, you have to do the same thing. So without any mashwara, without any guidance, I'll start these kind of things. But because we have very minimal capacity compared to them, Allah forbid. some people lost their mind because they couldn't, they couldn't handle and couldn't manage what was the outcome of these kind of practices. So in any case that was a very common zikr at that time, pass and fast. So this point that has made about Deen is being constantly alert, that's what Deen is all about. But Alert about what? Alert about this, that at every breath a person is conscious that is Allah Ta'ala pleased with me in this moment. So this is exactly what is termed Nisbat, the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala at all times. That is all that I am concerned, have I done something to please Allah Ta'ala or have I Cross the line somewhere. And if it turns out that I cross the line, then immediate tawbah, istighfar. So at every moment being conscious of Allah, this is now the pass and fast of the time. This is a pass and fast. Pass. Pass, pass means to look after. And fast, breath. So at every breath, he is looking after his breath in the sense that not displeasing Allah. Consciously pleasing Allah. So this alertness, this is what Deen all about. Not just being in one's own world, not aware what's going on around, who is getting hurt, how am I conducting myself? That's not deep. مخلوق کے ساتھ بھی اخلاص مطلوع ہے حکیم مجدد الملت مولانا شف علی صاحب رحمت اللہ علیہ فرماتے ہیں کہ اصلی پاس انفاس یہ ہے کہ ہر سانس میں خیال رکھو کہ کونسی سانس اللہ کی مرضی کے مطابق گزری or conscience allah ke tahtul ghzab or Nafarmani mein guzri jis shaks ko ye khiyal ho jaye to samaj lo ke allah wala ho gaya in fact already this time he used to be prescribing it in this way that this is pass and pass original pass and pass is this that at every moment a person is trying to remain conscious that this whatever I did did it Conform to the pleasure of Allah Taala, or did I do something that Allah Taala is displeased with? So the person who is conscious about this all the time, then this person is Allah Wala. This person has gained nisbat. Isko Allah Taala se nisbat kaim He has now gained this nisbat with Allah Taala. The dil ki ke dil mein rahe He wants to be guarded over his heart all the time, all the time guarding his heart. The Waqiyat of the people of the past in fazail e zikr has got some of those incidents that some Muzhuk says that for twenty-five years I sat or thirty years I sat at the door of my heart that's a way of expressing what he was now engaging in for, the, for twenty-five or thirty years I sat at the door of my heart and anything that was not in order I repelled it right from there. Now sitting at the door of the heart simply is that's being very very conscious at every moment that what's coming in. Being alert and conscious that what's coming in. Now, if a person develops that consciousness that is Nisbath. Sometimes it might be wondered but how does a person develop or can that be possible that at every moment a person becomes so conscious that what what went on. So those who have attained it, they say yes, it can be acquired. Now, we would wonder how it happens but those who have attained it, they said yes. The simple way to understand it is that if a person has something of great concern has come up. Now that great concern is urgently waiting for somebody's arrival. It's a very very crucial matter and this person's arrival is going to now unfold how this is, which direction it's going to go it's going to be sorted out, it's going to really crash and if it crashes Allah forward, it can be the worst disaster. So now he's on that edge awaiting this person's arrival. Now he's sitting and waiting the slightest sound will get his attention, any sound At every moment that sound might this person come. So whether it's one bird fluttering somewhere some leaf just shook somewhere, anything, but he's so conscious now that because he's waiting that person's arrival and that arrival could mean Allah knows best what, could even mean the whole disaster unfolding. As a result of that, he is so alert about what's going on that that slightest movement of something too catches his ear and he's all conscious of it. So how did that happen? How come normally he wouldn't hear anything maybe like that example of that alarm ringing he doesn't know what's ringing or sometimes some noise is carrying on he didn't know who came who went and now the slightest sound that is the condition of the heart that now makes the ear so attentive the heart is in a particular condition now and as a result of this condition of the heart everything has become attentive his eyes have become attentive slightest movement he sees he catches it his ears have become so attentive so the condition of the heart, that starts controlling everything. So those who have developed the Nisbad, now they become so conscious of what's coming into the heart, the slightest bit of something that is not in order, as soon as something even that Vasaasa level starts coming, they fully alert at that moment and starts repelling it. So this is a pass and fast. ji in khayalat jahaza dil ki nigrani karo ke dil mein kaise khayalat in khayalat se allah khush ya nahi ya apni ye haram lazzat samet rahe now always be conscious is allah taala pleased with this with allah taala displeased, or the person is just taking that haram enjoyment out of his own thoughts اس خیال سے اللہ تعالیٰ خوش ہوں گے یا ناراض جب دل فیصلہ کرے کہ اللہ تعالیٰ گندے خیالات سے خوشی نہیں ہوتی تو فورن کہو یا اللہ ان خیالات سے ہم توبہ کرتے ہیں معافی چاہتے ہیں اگر یاز ہو تو یہ دعا بھی پر لے اللہم اخلصنی بذاتک و مخلوقاتک اے اللہ میں آپ کی ذات کے ساتھ بھی اخلاص چاہتا ہوں or ke aur hu. That when these thoughts come immediately to think, is this something Allah Ta'ala is pleased with or not? The heart testifies that Allah is not pleased with these kind of filthy thoughts, immediately say Allah I'm making tawbah from this. And if you remember recite this dua as well. اللهم اخلصني wa bi not being presented as a masnoon dua, but as a dua to be made at that time to get the heart attentive Ya Allah make me مخلص sincere with regards to your being and also with regards to your مخلوقات your creation as well now where does this fit in so I was explaining further Ab. And if a person is casting some wrong glance at somebody's daughter, somebody's son. So now if that person's father is a person's friend, can this be called that he's fulfilling the right of his friend? He's looking in a bad way at that person's child. So when this cannot be fulfilling the right of that friend, the person who is now not a well-wisher of this child by being looking at him in a bad way, so he cannot be a friend of the father either. He's not the well-wisher of the son, of the daughter, so how can he be a well-wisher of the father? So he's far away from the father's friendship. So this is just an example. So Therefore, the one who is not a true well-wisher of the Makhluk of Allah Taala, he is not a true servant of Allah Taala either. He is far away from that also. जो Allah की मखलूक को